This place is a madhouse, Henry. A nut farm. Gee whiz, that's a bit strong, sir. You realize you've a man on guard duty who's wearing a skirt? Yeah, well, luckily he's got the legs for it. <laughs> Uh, oh, shit, I, I clicked on it too early. It's okay. Hi, this is Draining the Swamp. I'm Zach. I'm Maxi. You like that, though? Yeah, no, that that was fucking slick, man. Some uh, some radio live production for you. Because I don't want to edit this at all. <laughs> Nobody does. Uh, anyway, so we watched a couple of more episodes of MASH. We did. We we're going to do only two this time, because it turns out... I don't know, three was just, like, one too many. It just felt like one too many. I mean, you know, the third one we did was kind of light, but, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. But also, tell you what, I got laid off from my job recently, so I got <laughs> plenty of more time to watch two episodes of MASH a week. And just in time for tax season. Just in time for tax season and my birthday. My birthday is tax day this year. I always used to joke growing up that, like, one day my birthday is going to be on Easter. But I never considered tax day. We're one day off this year from Easter, though. Listen, I don't know what that is anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I, I did need to tell my mom. Um, uh, she said, are you doing anything for Easter? And I said, no, I have a Jewish girlfriend now. I mean, that's... I'm not going to stop you. You can if you want. I was never that, like, into Easter. I mean, Easter's kind of like a a shit-tier Christian holiday, you know? It can't stack up against Christmas. Easter was one of the holidays that we had to, like, host a dinner for. It was, like, Thanksgiving Junior. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I always used to hate Easter. Um, anyway, these episodes have nothing to do with Easter. That's true. You think there's going to be an Easter episode at some point? What, are they going to hide eggs in the minefield? There's only so many minefield gags you can do. Who says there needs to be a minefield gag? So far, every episode we've done, at least one of the uh, apps we've watched, there has been a minefield gag. Is that true? Uh, In the first one, there was the golf, and in this one... That's two. Yeah, you know. Sorry, it's one per our apps, not one per their apps. One per arc, you know. <laughs> yeah, we had the um, we had the Korea Dawn arc, and uh, this is. Ooh, I don't remember the names of the other One Piece arcs, so this isn't gonna work. It's a shame because this show is exactly like One Piece. I think it's going oh, to be very. Sorry, cool. I'm pouring a drink right now. I think it's going to be very cool when. Uh, actually, should I wait until you're finished? Yes. Edit that out too. Don't forget. No, the whole point is I'm not editing this. <laughs> yeah, it's you know I'm kind of making a joke out of it by saying that. Uh, anyway, my favorite part of Mash is definitely when Klinger beats up Arlong. This is nothing. Uh, so yeah, season one, episode four. Chief Surgeon who? Is there a, an exclamation mark in that, or just a question mark? Uh, a question mark, I think, is, it, that was it. Alright, this was the 70s, they hadn't invented the interrobang yet. Yeah, so, in this episode, Trapper John soaks his feet, 
In bedpans. Frank has a pen pal. Four doctors have extramarital affairs. I counted. And Klinger's got the legs for it. Klinger does have the legs for it. Only, I can't believe Klinger's coming up this early. We, we only saw Klinger for a brief moment. And, and his outfit was very understated. It was just a normal military skirt. He's got to try harder than that. Listen, they're starting small so that they can escalate. If I anyone doesn't that. know, um, Klinger, this, this is the first episode that Klinger is in, who ends up being like one of the main characters in the show mm-hmm. up until the end. Um, and his whole gimmick is that he cross-dresses because he wants to get a Section 8, which is a a dishonorable or an honorable discharge? I don't really know. I think it's an honorable discharge, because, like, that's the whole point, is that he's getting away with something, right? Right. Anyway, it's it's a discharge for uh, insanity. So, he's, like, acting like a tranny. uh, A really faggy one, actually. (laughs) In hopes that it'll get him kicked out of the army. Here's the thing. A lot of people have written and said a lot of words about man in a dress jokes, and I think they can be shitty. I'm willing to give this one some leeway for two reasons. Klinger in general, I'm willing to give some leeway for two reasons. One is that I feel like the joke isn't usually at his expense so much. Like, that doesn't mean there's no, oh, look at this weirdo in a skirt, but you know, it's understated enough and you know grounded enough in a character thing that i'm like okay fine uh and two is that clinger fucking rules clinger is really good clinger is exempt under what i call uh the bond clay clause which is like it's so clear that it's like you know you cannot argue that it's not a character rooted in homophobic tropes especially like the way the flamboyant way it's played and all of that. But, nonetheless, he is queen to me. Mm-hmm. Which is impressive in this case, because he's straight. That we know of. I think the ultimate long con for Klinger is he doesn't get discharged on a Section 8, and then, like, a year after returning to the States, he's just like, yeah, you know, going to clubs and shit. He's cruising. Okay, he just comes out after that? Yeah. Damn. What are they gonna do? Out in, like, 53. That's impressive. He seems like he would have the stones for it. Uh, anyway, what's this episode about? Uh, Frank's being a little bitch again. Yeah, that's probably gonna be, like, a common template of episode, huh? Yeah, basically, it opens on... Hawkeye and Trapper are hanging out. Trapper is soaking his feet in the bedpans... And Hawkeye is wearing a robe over slacks and what looks like a, like a light sweatshirt. It's his lounging gear. I just don't think you can lounge in slacks. I mean, the 50s were a different time. You know, he's only got so much. Yeah, that's true. He only packed so much. Now, meanwhile, Frank is over on his typewriter writing a letter about like, oh, hey, I kicked so much ass as a surgeon. He, he's writing to his old patients back home. About how much ass he's kicking. I, I can't wait to go back to my extremely valuable home and my extremely valuable clinic or whatever. Yeah, you know, so he keeps saying he has a $35,000 home. Mm-hmm. So this is 1950. That's uh, $450,000. 
He lives in Indiana. He's got $450,000 home. He's a McMansion guy. Oh, definitely. Without a doubt. More pillars means it's more impressive, right? Yeah, he, it, he's he's probably got like the whole like Greek pillar set up, eight different kinds of windows. A garage that can fit like six cars in it. Even though he only has two canonically, he, he says so. Room for more. Truly, that's planning. Uh, so they end up getting in a shouting match, Hawkeye and Frank. Uh, during surgery because these two cannot fucking keep it together for even a day but also it's it's like constantly exposited that frank is bad at surgery Mm -hmm. to the point like hawkeye keeps accusing him like half jokingly of malpractice and at some point like some point someone's gotta like deal with that right i know this is a comedy and all but like he can't. He can't keep getting away with it if he's like fucking up people. Yeah, but uh, I think you're forgetting the commanding officer of the base is a huge wuss who just wants to fish. Yeah, as as explained. So like, um, as explained later in both episodes, pretty much bu- the bureaucracy of the army not really reliable. Mm-hmm. You know, I say I say Henry's spineless, but actually I do like the move he pulls here, which is basically Frank goes to him. He's like, I outrank Hawkeye. He's not showing me the proper respect. He should be saluting me. He should be calling me by my last name, yada, yada. Henry's just like, whatever. He's chief surgeon now. You happy? Let's get this out of the way also. Okay. Frank outranks Hawkeye. Yes. Frank is a major. I think so, yes. Hawkeye is a captain i think mm-hmm. what's below that private okay no 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 private. corporal lieutenant no 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 lieutenant is like way higher than you think i promise it's the one thing i always remember about uh like the u.s military rankings no, lieutenant I, is up there i think it's private corporal lieutenant captain major colonel you forgot sergeant. Is oh, hmm. Sergeant's lower than you think. Sergeant's it's like pretty below low. Lieutenant for sure. Yes. Maybe I was mixing up sergeant and lieutenant. That might be the case. Ah, whatever. It's all fake bullshit. Who cares? You ever think about how in Britain it's lieutenant? Because it's your left hand man. Yeah, sure. But like, it's still fucked up. Yeah, they say a lot of weird things over there. You know what they call French fries? A what? flat. What? Never mind. Alright. Some, someone just for you. Something Ugly John would say. Who, who I uh, found out is a recurring character in this show. <laughs> yeah, now, Ugly John, the Australian from episode 3, he will show up. Not in this episode. No, he was in this episode. He was in this episode? I yeah, he, in the... they were playing poker. Oh, yeah. You know what? You're right. Okay, so this whole thing is like Frank says, uh, I outrank Hawkeye. How can you uh, appoint him as chief surgeon, right? Um, and then Frank and Hulahan are up to their Team Rocket bullshit and decide to call another general mm-hmm. in like the same exact plot as the first episode. Yeah, saying, originally they're going to write a letter, but then they get really horny and they fuck so hard that they break the typewriter. So that's, 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 that does happen. 
Um, there is a good line where uh, uh, Frank says, "Call me Tiger," and then Houlihan is just like, "Oh, Frank." Yeah, yeah, exactly. She just like keeps saying Frank the whole time and just ignores his requests. Um, I like how pathetic Frank is, but I'm ready for it to like accidentally turn the corner for me and i find myself like really sick of it either really sick of it or feeling sorry for frank like oh come on guys lay off frank frank's the kind of guy that like it's fun to tease until he suddenly like breaks down crying which he does do in this episode i believe he does do but only in front of margaret um so yeah we're getting there so, so yeah, they call um, a general uh, and say, like, can you believe this guy, Hawkeye? He's, he's such a, a brute, and now they're naming him chief surgeon. We gotta shut this down. Mm-hmm. And so the general comes over and, and, you know, takes a look at the place, and it turns out the whole unit's crazy. So he goes around the whole unit, like, uh, uh, briefly talking with everyone and realize, and thinks everyone's slacking off, right? Because, like... Hawkeye's just playing poker with uh, the Australian for some reason who's back, who's just stationed here, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, he goes over to Henry, and Henry's fucking some nurse. Um, he goes over... Well, first he goes over to Henry's office, and Radar is there stealing Henry's booze and silk- smoking his cigar, which is good. Um... Since I'm getting laid off in a couple weeks, I'm just thinking, like, that's how I feel at work. I'm thinking, like, man, what can I take out of here? <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, so, yeah, the general's like, uh, man, it sure seems like this unit sucks and everyone's slacking off and no one knows what they're doing. And then, again, the same plot as the first episode. It turns out, like, oh, there's casualties coming. Um... Specifically in this instance, there's already a casualty. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Why, why are you playing poker instead of keeping an eye on this guy? And Hawkeye's like, well, sir, I've had the nurse take precautions, and I'm, like, waiting for his condition to stabilize. And the general's like, quit playing poker and go take a look at this guy. And Hawkeye's like, okay, well, I'll do, like, a bunch of banter that just makes me look like more of an asshole well, for it, no real reason, it, it but does people have, like it when I do banter. It does have big, like, being annoyed with your boss energy, because you've already did what you got told to do yeah um but they go in for like a surgery run or whatever you know that's that's what they call them right (laughs) (laughs) oh fuck i'm sorry guys this run didn't turn out so good we're gonna have to re-roll i hate it when the rng doesn't give me any scalpels (laughs) Ugh. where the hell was we Uh, we were on the part where they do the surgery. Right, right. In the uh, exact same plot as the first episode, the the general's like, those are the two best surgeons I've ever seen. And by the way, Frank Burns sucks, and we all hate him. Uh, but I'm not going to do anything about it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh, the ending of this episode is interesting to me because it ends on Frank requesting Hawkeye's help with a patient. And just get this close-up on Hawkeye's face, and he does this, like, little subtle smile underneath his surgical mask. Yeah, it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be, like, it's shot, like, such a sweet moment, like, aw, 
a Hawkeye is such a nice guy taking time out of his busy day to help this bumbling idiot. This bumbling idiot who hates him and tries to ruin his life at every opportunity. Who has a bigger house and <laughs> and two cars. And he's fucking the head nurse. We can't forget that part. This yeah, is a but... pretty good ep, though. It was okay. Like, honestly, I liked this better than the pilot, for as much as I compared it to the pilot. It basically feels like they took a second run at that and was like, okay, what can we streamline? How about we change up some of the jokes? Why is Hojon here when he's only in, like, two episodes otherwise? Hojon was in the next episode. Hojon is in the next episode. He wasn't in this one. He wasn't. You know who was, for, like, a millisecond, was Oliver. I'm not calling him by his nickname. Just... You don't know. worry, Don't soon we're not going to have to call him by anything, because uh, this is episode four, so he's in two more episodes. Do you think he'll have more than five lines across both of them? Uh, I mean, I think he had three or four in episode five, so, you know, that's a, that's a pretty ho- and high bar And then, clear. as I understand it, he quietly disappears, and no one ever talks. The, the nurse he's always with sticks around, though. Really? She's like, yeah, she's like one of the recurring like background nurses that you'll just see around. Like Nurse Ginger, I think is her name. Um Anyway, yeah, uh season 1 episode 5, The Moose. Oh boy. Oh boy. This this is our, uh, our first oh boy of an episode. In th- in this episode, there's some army endorsed human trafficking. Now, to be clear, the army doesn't endorse the human trafficking. It just doesn't really do anything about the human trafficking. There's... And also several people in the army are involved with the human trafficking. Uh, there's some cheating at poker. There's another extended shot of a woman's feet. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have a fourth thing to say. I, I kind of I had stuff crossed out on the page. Anyway, there's a kid who talks like he uh, oh learned my God. English entirely from gangster. I forgot movies. about what is his name, Benny. Benny. Um. So yeah, how? Uh, where do you want to start with this one? I guess where the episode starts, which is that this new sergeant shows up, Sergeant Baker. Uh, he's looking for Henry, and he has a Korean girl for a slave, and he's saying slurs. Okay, uh, so yes, he he has a Korean girl with him that's like doing what he says, and she's like overly polite to him, and he's referring to her with bad names that I am surprised you were able to say on TV in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Wasn't George Carlin's whole thing was that you couldn't say fart? <laughs> was fart one of the seven dirty words? That can't be right. Yes, it was. Yeah. Suck. I only know four of them. There, it's the th- one of the three extras. People don't talk about the extra ones. Oh, there's ten. Yeah, yeah. The the secret extra ones are fart, turd, and twat. <laughs> turd? You couldn't say turd. I don't know. Maybe those are like n- words you can't say on the news. Uh, anyway, it's different because back in the seventies, I think. Uh, most of America was still adjusting to the fact that you couldn't call 
anybody non-white, just whatever the hell you felt like. Yeah, explained by one of the uh, original main characters of this show that we've discussed. Anyway, so like, yeah, so uh, this dirtbag has um, some like Korean servant that he bought, I guess, or like paid her family to to take her. And Hawkeye is like, you know, everyone's obvious. Oops, sorry. Uh, everyone's obviously disgusted with this, Hawkeye especially, um, uh, and goes to Henry and is like, what the fuck are we doing, Henry? Why can't I shoot this guy? (laughs) And Henry's like, well, you took the Hippocratic Oath. (laughs) Anyway. So he's like, you know, what the fuck are we doing with this dirtbag? And then Henry's like, yeah, I know he's a dirtbag, but turns out the colonel's another dirtbag. And, the, uh, the you know, whoever is above him is a dirtbag, because we're all doing it, it uh, apparently. Uh, it's so there's just man. So there's just some, like, human trafficking ring going on in the Seoul area of the army in the 50s. Uh, so that's cool. Sorry, did I say cool? I meant fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know what else is fucked up? Is, uh... When Trapper John, who... Is fully on board with the idea that this is a bad thing... Nonetheless, uh, sees... Like, expresses his desire to be get in on it. Yeah, he's like, oh, I wish I wish when I was looking for a wife... I wish I had a wife who did chores like that. Yeah. And it's like, oh, bro, she's, she's enslaved. Well, well that's, that's the other thing is that, like, she seems to not fully understand, like, the, what's the kind of situation she's in, which I, like, hate. Yeah, like, it... Like, they infantilize her a lot. And it's like, I would have so loved it if it was, if there was a scene near the end where she, like, dropped the facade Mm -hmm. and was like, hey, I'm not actually just, like, being overly polite because that's the only way I know how to speak. I'm doing this for money because, hey, it's a fucked up world and all. Mm -hmm. And there would be actually some, like, depth to her character other than, like, this... She's, like, one step away from saying me so horny. Yeah, it's... Not to bring in... Uh... The turf books, but you remember Dobby? Yeah. Little bit some Dobby vibes going on with all this. (laughs) Except it's, like, a human woman, so it's even more awkward. Well, yeah, but also, I don't feel like the show is necessarily... Uh, soft supporting it the way you could arguably read Dobby. That's true. I- I'll give Mash a little more credit. It, it does a not little. at any point say slavery is good, actually. It depends what character you want to point at in Mash. Trapper Oof. John seemed like he was like almost on board with it. <laughs> not for real, though. Unless... We were saying he, he, we were saying he, Trapper John doesn't have much of a character yet, and so far, I think his character might be Hawkeye, but dirt baggier, like Hawkeye, but a little more. <laughs> the dial cranked up a bit more, yeah. Um. Anyway, they decide to um, like swindle this dirt bag, uh, guy. By cheating at poker. They invite him to play poker. Uh, Hawkeye's got... 
I was going to say a comically large, but it's probably like pretty that's pretty small given the era we're in Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know what kind of av technology they had back then but like a a compact earpiece like that seems pretty high tech um which is being fed to radar uh who's talking at him in a microphone uh looking uh through a telescope spying on the dirtbag guy's hand Mm -hmm. Which uh, is working really well until he gets distracted which is by work- some sexy, sexy feet. Yeah, and it's working really well because I guess Hawkeye just has to s- sit at perfect profile shot to this guy for, like, hours. And, like, maintain that as, like, not a weird thing to do. But I, I guess it's okay because this guy seems a little clueless. Because, like, Hawkeye racks up, like, a, a $1,000 pot. Plus an IOU. Which I looked up the inflation calculator because of Frank's house. So a thousand dollar pot is like it's like twenty thousand dollars. Huh. Um. So so the the plan is take all of this money that he stole stole they cheated at poker for, uh, and give it to the girl's family. Do you remember the girl's name? By the way, I feel bad that we haven't said uh, her name. Young He. Is that is that right? It is something like that, yeah. Um, but yeah, Radar loves feet too much, I guess, and is like spying on this lady, and he gets too horny to cheat on poker, which isn't a problem because like Hawkeye gets away with it. So I guess it's just a little scene for the fellas. So yeah, they clean this guy out. They take his money. They demand uh, Young Hee as well. Uh, and the idea is that they do that, and then like. Tell her, okay, you can go back to Seoul, it's fine. But she comes back? Yeah. And is, like, weirdly attached to Hawkeye now? Like a... Like a... Like a dog? Like a duckling? And it's, like, really weird and, like... Like, this girl isn't right. Someone needs to take care of this girl. Ideally in a way that doesn't involve owning her. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is just, like... What's going on here? What's going on? Why why is this show writing this character like this? Oh, I'm clipping the mic, sorry. You have an explanation? I do, but I don't know if it's one I want to say cuz I don't want to like confront the possibility. I I, I don't know. Maybe someone was too horny for their own good. Huh. <sighs> Well, hopefully it's not something that persists throughout the rest of the show that takes place in Korea. Sure hope not. I'm fine with the feet shots, okay? <laughs> if if that's what it takes to, is more feet shots to get it out of your system. You know, people don't talk a lot about it, but uh, by season 10, MASH is like 80% feet by volume. I mean, in the 50s, I don't think any other fetishes existed. Uh, some people were horny for, like, Popeye fucking olive oil. That's true in those, uh, Tawana Bibles and mm-hmm. such. You think Frank's got a couple of those stashed in a fake Bible? No, he only has real Bibles. Frank's never masturbated. Do you think that's why he's so horny for Houlihan? He's like, oh, finally, I have release. He has a wife. And a huge house and two cars. <laughs> what if all those are lies? <laughs> he's writing letters to no one actually <laughs> what what if frank is just some guy who like 
went to the army like, oh, surgery? Yeah, I could totally do surgery. He, he's the Mr. Fantastic. Uh, or, or who's the character in New Vegas? Oh, just Fantastic. Oh, yeah, he's the Fantastic of Doctors, of the MASH unit. He's not even Christian. <laughs> he can't read. <laughs> he can type, but he can't read. But yeah, it's also weird that Hawkeye is accepting her help also. Like, like it, it cuts to her coming back to Hawkeye and, like, attached to Hawkeye. And, and Hawkeye is like, oh, how am I going to get out of this one? And it, and it cuts to black, and then we fade back in, and Hawkeye is getting shaved by her with a straight razor. So, like, why is he saying, yeah, cool, I'll accept your help, I guess while you're here, instead of just sending her home? Listen, he tried that. It didn't work. What can you do? So I guess he's also taking this opportunity to like teach her a little more English and how to be a little more casual and less mm. racistly polite. Um, and tries to track down like who's who's telling her to come back, basically, mm-hmm. because um, she pulls the cardinal sin. Which is interrupting Hawkeye while he's out on a date with some nurse. In a minefield. Because, you know, I guess that's where you gotta get away. I don't know. And Trapper knew he was there for some reason. Maybe it's a fake minefield. Maybe they just put up the sign. But they were playing golf. And it blew up a mine there. Different minefield, maybe. Oh, okay. What if there's probably like seven? They should stop burying them if they got like a bunch of sick people around. (laughs) Why do they have a minefield at a medical hospital? It's a war! I know it's a war, but like... They don't have soldiers, they just have doctors, as far as I can tell. That's how it is on this bitch of an earth. It sucks. What if somebody just used the main road where all the shipments come through? You'd be fucked. No, because then a black market will hijack your shit, and you gotta <laughs> hide. Hi- you gotta do a desk heist to get your shit back. <laughs> just stealing a man's gun and uniform off him like it's a Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> like it's Hitman. <laughs> uh, so so yeah, he's trying to track down like um. Who's basically in charge of this this girl? And he eventually tracks down to this kid named Benny who's in a silk shirt, sunglasses, and is smoking a big cigar, but not actually smoking it because it is a kid. But he's got a big like cigar in his mouth, and he's talking like like twenty three skidoo. Why why you got a problem with this girl? I sold you. Yeah yeah like. Hey, your toots keep on looking good. Hey, baby, let's get you a job. I do like Benny. Benny's fun. Aside from the selling his sister into slavery thing. Maybe the most cartoonish character in the show so far. Like, everyone, at least up until this point, has been quirky, but just guys. Yeah, this this kid is like... This kid is 12 in a silk shirt and is a pimp. What do they even do at this point with him? Like, they, do they give him... They don't! She, like, goes back to Seoul with him, and, like, she's gonna be resold, but then she comes back and she's like, yeah, no, I told him to fuck off. End of episode. And she's, like, in school now. No, it's a good oh, ending. Yeah. She's in school now. No, she goes to school at a convent, and, uh, 
she tells Hawkeye, God bless you. I write that to please the sisters. I am Buddhist person. <laughs> I am Buddhist person. Which isn't a bad goof. No, that was, a good, that was a good one. It got a guffaw out of you. This episode kind of had like always sunny vibes. You know what I mean? Did it? Insofar as it feels like a very weird and extreme situation and everybody's kind of being like like they're trying to help but they're also kind of being dicks about it and like yeah i i was gonna say like everyone is kind of a dirtbag in this episode except henry i guess who's just like not concerned (laughs) with the whole thing Hojon and Oliver are in this one. I think we already discussed that. Oh, yeah, like... yeah, yeah. Hojon is in this one, which is like... I thought... Do you think it's better or worse that they had the Korean kid and the black guy in this one? But also they only had like three lines apiece, as usual. And then they disappear from the show. Yeah. I was gonna say, like, I, do you think Hojon was gonna be, like, their Korean liaison character i have no idea what they were doing with Hojo. if you had told me he was only a character for the pilot i would have believed you i would oh that makes sense i thought that he was i was it was shocking when he showed up again because he's not like in like the scene when it gets established and they just cut to him and he's like oh yeah i know there's a there's a guy that came or, or i forget what he even says he's like incidental to the episode but he's like in it for a second blinking you miss him Who's your favorite character in the show so far? Pretty strong showings from Radar and Klinger. Klinger's had, I think, four minutes of airtime in the show so far. You can't tell me he hasn't crushed it, though. He, he did do a really good... Yeah, I can't, I can't deny that. We, we forgot to mention in the previous app, the uh, ending joke is like... If you like Radar and Klinger, apparent, like those two are like best buds. Those two get up to hijinks all the time. Uh, the ending joke in the last episode was like, the dress didn't work, so he just shows up completely naked with a rifle. Right, I forgot about that. Still does not get sectionated. You'll get him next time, You'll buddy. get him next time. So yeah, I guess that wraps up the... So... I, I still want to do, like, one more of these before I start putting them up, and then, I don't know, we can, like, ask for questions or whatever. Sure. That's what you do on these, right? Usually, yeah. Okay. You got anything else to say? Let me, let me like, play the uh, episodes back-to-back in my mind on Fast Forward real quick. Oh, yeah, there's this one bit uh, with Houlihan where you see her dyeing her hair with like literal medical hydrogen peroxide (laughs) oh yeah she's like touching up her roots and that's how she's like established in the in the shot that was pretty good it it's i I will give the show this like good joke density Mm -hmm. like good spread of visual gags quips i I was kind of worried like it's too quip heavy it definitely is quip heavy but i think they have some good character and visual work in there as well yeah For some reason, a recurring visual gag is people tripping over shit as they exit the swamp. (laughs) Because there was the shot in the first one with uh, Frank in the sack. They put him in, tripping over the rocks. And now there's a shot of the general tripping over trash, like a fucking trash oil barrel. Anyway. Zach, I have a question. Yeah? Uh, If you could wear something besides a uniform to a war zone, what would it be? 
I really like Hawkeye. So I feel like Hawkeye's Hawaiian shirt is more your style, mm-hmm. but I really like the red robe that he wears over it. I would definitely be a robe guy. I can see that. Um, what about you? Robe guy, depending on the climate, robe guy and swim trunks. Okay, that's nice. Uh, I think black leather jacket, blue jeans, and uh, some really big sunglasses. Like, a little too big, so it looks goofy, but like not so big that it's clear I'm doing it on purpose. Mm. Get you section date. The fashion police are here <laughs> to take you away. Dishonorable discharge. Court Marshal Fields. Uh, anyway, I think that's it. Are we gonna say like? Are we gonna do a sign off? I mean, if you can't think of anything else to say, I'll just hit the button. <laughs>